0: Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune in Southern Oregon, and this is The Literary Gardener for August 16, 2018. Today's topic is Gorse along Southern Oregon Coast makes Himalayan blackberry shrubs look tame by comparison. William Howitt, in A Summer Noon of 1831, wrote, Love you not, then, to list and hear the crackling of the gorse flower near, pouring an orange-scented tide of fragrance o'er the desert wide? It was on a recent summer day around noon that Jerry and I stood before a dense, ten-foot-tall thicket of gorse that blocked our way to the spot where we're planning to build our retirement home about five miles south of Bandon. Cheery yellow flowers lingering on the evergreen shrubs that looked more like trees presented a stark contrast to the mean-looking thorns that seemed to reach out and grab us as we trespassed on territory the Gores had jealously claimed decades ago. We could hear the waves crashing on China Creek Beach a couple of miles away and the call of the Coquille River Lighthouse at the end of Bandon's South Jetty but the sound of the gigantic gorse was not nearly as inviting. Just as William Howitt described in his poem A Summer Noon, the gorse made a continuous crackling noise as the seed pods burst open and released their progeny into the afternoon breeze. No, William, love I not the crackling of the gorse flower near, knowing as I do these formidable plants produce about eight thousand seeds a year and are one of the top one hundred worst invasive species worldwide. Gorse, or Ulex europaeus, makes the Rogue Valley's thorny Himalayan blackberry shrubs look tame by comparison. In fact, gorse, also called firs, shares several similarities to the aggressive Himalayan blackberry or Rubus armeniacus. They are both rated as Class B noxious weeds in Oregon, which means they are too widespread to be eradicated. They both overwhelm riparian vegetation, destroying habitat for native plants and animals and threatening biodiversity. They also build up layers of plant debris over time that fuel wildfires. Interestingly, gorse and Himalayan blackberries are both native to Western Europe and were introduced to Oregon intentionally in the late 1800s. The blackberry bushes were brought to the U.S. for their delicious fruit, and although gorse flowers are edible, the plant was introduced as an ornamental hedge. Lord George Bennett arrived in Bandon, then called Averill, from Ireland in 1873. Not only did Bennett rename the town after his hometown in County Cork, he also brought his favorite flowering shrub, which had served ideally as pasture fencing and fodder for his sheep. Gorse quickly spread throughout Bandon. On September 26, 1936, a gorse thicket caught fire, and the uncontrollable flames destroyed all but a few buildings in the town. Trying to douse a gorse fire with water is like throwing water on a grease fire. In fact, gorse actually encourages fire by secreting oils from its leaves that burn like diesel fuel. Fire allows the seed pods to crack open and sprout, which is why gorse is often the first green plant that emerges from a burn site. The seeds can lay dormant for up to 40 years before germinating. Today, gorse covers 28,000 acres in Oregon, most of it along the southern Oregon coast. The Oregon Department of Agriculture has literally drawn a line in the sand at Florence. Infestations of gorse north of the borderline are managed by the ODA, and property owners have to cope with the gorse south of the boundary. The Gorse Action Group was formed last year to help Curry and Coos County residents control gorse, the group consists of more than 30 federal and state agencies, non-profit organizations, businesses, and landowners in a collaborative effort to share effective methods for removing gorse. Demonstration plots are located on Highway 101, just south of the city abandoned. Recommended strategies for gorse removal vary depending on land reclamation goals. Methods include several combinations of mowing, tilling, excavating, grinding into mulch, controlled burning, using landscaping fabric and herbicides, and seeding competitive plants. Introducing natural enemies of gorse as a biological control has also been trialed. So far, introducing spider mites has not been effective, but seed weevils and thrips may provide more promising results. The people of Bandon are a resilient and creative bunch. They rebuilt the town after the devastating 1936 Gorse fire, and last year they established an annual Gorse Blossom Festival to bring folks together to learn more about Gorse and its impact on the town. Jerry and I plan to attend the festival next February when the brightly flowering gorse is most visible along the abandoned roadways and on our retirement property. Maybe we'll even get a few sheep. And that's it for The Literary Gardener. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time.